You might have heard that not everyone agrees when it comes to climate change. While living in New York City after graduating from college, photographer Alan Winslow and journalist Morgan McCarthy came to realize that across America, people have a difference of opinion. Because living in New York City, you can kind of feel like you're in a bubble. Maybe any city is like that, but that everyone around you sort of has the same opinion as is in the same boat, especially when it comes to the environment. You know, we should be recycling, we should be taking care of the planet. Of course, in this community full of liberals, Alan and Morgan believe that everyone would be eager to embrace sustainable practices and a lifestyle to mitigate the damaging effects of climate change. But then we would see these polls and watch the news and it didn't seem to be that way elsewhere. Otherwise, everybody would just be in the same boat and things would be happening. But we decided to take off and figure out really what what Americans were actually thinking. And um, <laughs> Americans have all sorts of opinions. So the two of them started making plans to travel around the country, taking pictures and asking questions. Through their journey called Project Tandem, Alan and Morgan wanted to connect with everyday Americans across all walks of life to discover what they truly thought about the planet's changing climate. So uh, we ended up basically deciding to do it on bicycle, which was almost started by default. My father told me once about a friend he had in college who biked across the country and we thought, oh, that's so cool. This is Alan. And then we got talking about it more and we figured how, really how hard could it be to bike around the country. I saw his eyes open wide as he began to take his first ride. And so we, uh, and it would really give us the, the full diversity of America. Because if we only went across the country, we'd only hit a certain, a certain thin band of Americans where we wanted to get as much of the population as we possibly could. So 11,000 miles. 11,000 11, miles. miles. Traveling just the two of them. Alan and Morgan pedaled bicycles 11,000 miles around the United States. Project Tandem aimed to illustrate the opinions of the American people and what they truly believe when it comes to protecting the environment. I'm James Mills, and you're listening to The Joy Trip Project. We didn't train as much as we should have. The longest I bicycled before I left was 40 miles on a road bike that I borrowed from a friend a couple days before we left. We, the, the day that we left was the first day that we put our panniers fully loaded on our bikes. We got our actual bicycles for the trip four days before we left. 
so we we weren't training at all it was um more like everything came together and we decided that it was time to go and we left from the physical standpoint from the physical from standpoint the, the project side of things um it was a little bit more intense than that yeah we uh were not we were not independently wealthy or didn't decide to just you know we didn't even save up for it. We had nothing and decided we had to get everything sponsored, basically, if we wanted to do it. So um, I left the city in May, and I moved in with my parents, who were very gracious to let me do so <laughs> at this age. And uh, essentially, I hung out in their living room on the computer and try to secure sponsors and figure out how people bike across the country and what they bring and how they did it and what the problems were we might likely encounter. And I researched grants and I researched pretty much all the background stuff. Um, I built a website, we secured a fiscal sponsor, all that stuff. And that was between May and September 1st. So it was pretty quick. But, like I said, we were lucky enough that I was able to make it my full-time job. Once Alan and Morgan set out on the road, they started talking to people, taking their pictures and recording their stories on tape. Throughout more than a year, they rode their bikes through the rural countryside of America, staying clear of highways, traveling along the back roads. Morgan said the thing that most people they met were concerned about were the physical changes they could see right around them in the towns where they lived. It seems to be that that's what's easiest to swallow. I mean, that's the piece that you can really wrap your head around is what's happening in your community. And that's a place where you can actually see changes. I mean, if you're talking about global climate change and we all made some effort and slowed the rate at which the planet was potentially warming, that's something that I would say most people wouldn't necessarily recognize. So when you're making smaller changes in the community that sort of add up to these broader global changes, that's the part that everyone seems to be able to get on board with. But as soon as you open it up into a global perspective, people, I don't know, it's, it's like they freeze up, like they're, they're unsure of themselves. Um, but probably because it's not something that's tangible. I mean, they're not seeing it happen, necessarily. Jessica Randolph, we're in San Clemente at San Clemente State Beach. I'm here with some friends. We do a bonfire here, like, as often as we can, too. We're kind of kicking off, like, the whole season this year. I used to be really passionate about everything. I was really big on just changing people's perspective. I mean, last time I was in school was like six years ago, and I, and I used to talk about this, you know, we got to all think big and think, think green is actually something that we used to say, but people would laugh at me and go, it's never going to happen where people in a mass scale will actually care about what's going on because we all like our big things, we like the big cars, we like our technology, we like, you know, everything fast and cheap and quick, and we don't really care about what happens to the stuff that creates that. certainly people who just don't care or don't want to have an opinion about it because it might scare them. 
and we got that a few times. Um, but we also had a lot of people who just were having trouble understanding what they were supposed to think. And there was seems to be a lack of clear information going out to people. I'm Dennis Burton, and I am the executive director of the Schuylkill Center for Environmental Education, formerly the Schuylkill Valley Nature Center here in Roxborough in uh, Philadelphia. I'm trying to turn around the thinking that nature has to be conserved and everything else is doom and gloom. It's, I don't believe that, and if we keep taking that attitude, environmentalists are going to be seen as the bad guys. Here, oh God, here, here they come again, knocking on our door trying to uh, get money from us to uh, stop things rather than working with things to uh, be sustainable with development or agriculture, for instance. Those are two big land-raping, perceived as land-raping entities. And the obverse of that is that they don't have to be. One of the things that Ellen and Morgan came to understand in their travels is that environmentalists aren't always perceived as heroes. Despite their good intentions, many people perceive the national conversation on climate change not in terms of what conservation will do to protect life, but rather how it will detract from it. But when you got talking to a lot of people, their concerns were really focused on their local environment. And they felt a lot more comfortable speaking on issues within their local environment. Um, pollution of a local stream or different farming techniques, you know, that general area. But once it got more into the global scale, it, that's when the miscommunications, I think, were coming across and people didn't really know what to think. People are interested. It's not a matter of drumming up interest. It's a matter of making it pertinent um, and relating to people's actual lives. My name's Colleen Lumpkel. I was born out in Washington State and we are currently in Saratoga, Wyoming. Most of the environmentalists that come in go to like rock springs and protest drilling and such. They come in polyester clothing which is made from oil out of the earth. They arrive in limousines which are the worst gas guzzlers of all or private jets which is way worse telling us that we can't put a hole in the ground to get the natural gas out that heats the homes. When 10 years ago they were telling us that was the cleanest way, they need to make up their flipping minds. One, I'll take them serious when they arrive naked, on foot. Because until they do, they are being complete hypocrites. 100%. Doesn't matter what you eat, it comes from the earth. It doesn't matter what you wear, it comes from the earth. It's the way it works. And they don't understand that. I'm from another planet, from another planet.
so when you talk about a countrywide emissions standard, it's not something that's going to speak to most people. I mean, people like us are going to jump around and cheer because we ride bicycles, but it's something that's really just going to pretty much negatively affect people on a daily basis. I mean, that's a burden to a lot of the people and a lot of the communities that we went through to have to switch their mode of transportation. It's going to change their lifestyle. It's going to change their economic standing. It's going to change everything. But when you talk to them about cleaning up their local river or recycling uh, in their community or even switching to biodiesel, look, this is going to help you get ahead. It's going to help your wallet. It's going to help the environment. That's a great plus on the side. It seems to me that that's possibly going to have to be the way that we tackle this problem because, like I said, making big sweeping governmental changes is going to have to happen, but it's not going to make people happy. (laughs) It certainly isn't. Uh, But making positive changes in a local environment will make people happy. Showing up in small towns across America under their own power, Alan and Morgan were able to approach and engage people with an automatic sense of credibility. While asking questions about conservation, while they themselves were making a minimal impact on the environment, they were able to get folks to open up and share their true feelings. If any national effort to reverse the causes of climate change will ever be successful, it's going to take this kind of objective research in order to form a consensus view of how best to proceed so that everyone can get involved in ways that make sense to them. A complete collection of Alan and Morgan's photographs and recorded interviews is on tour as a gallery show. For details on where and when you can view these amazing images and stories, visit their website at projecttandem.org. For the Joy Trip Project, this is James Mills. How many chances have we left? I'll take it. How many people take their turn to be? Give me the tools to help me lose the way I feel right now. Music this week by Chad Ferran. The Joy Trip Project is brought to you thanks to the generous support of our sponsors, Recreational Equipment Incorporated, REI, and Patagonia. We don't take money from just anyone. Sponsors of the Joy Trip Project support our mission of an active lifestyle through outdoor recreation and community involvement. Support us by supporting them. Find links to their websites on ours at joytripproject.com. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please help spread the word by posting a link to it on your Facebook page or send it as a tweet to your followers on Twitter. Social media is a vibrant exchange of ideas. Join the conversation by becoming engaged. Post your comments to the Joy Trip Project blog or send us an email at info at joytripproject.com. Share your stories. Share your passion for outdoor recreation, environmental conservation, acts of charitable giving, and practices of sustainable living. And you just might inspire our next joy trip together. But most of all, don't forget to tell your friends. Until next time, take care.
Give me the tools to help me lose the way I feel. 